friends, and welcome back to Between Your Ears. I'm your host, Peg Cleland. I'm a life and mindset coach and a human design specialist. And I'm recording this on a Friday. I'm heading off to a wedding tomorrow and then for a week at the lake with my family. So the topic of today's podcast is a little bit appropriate, I guess, because I'm skipping out on my work for the week and I'm going to go play. And that's what this episode is all about is play. And I think summertime is is a good time for all of us to perhaps incorporate a little bit more play into our lives just because of the nature of summer. There are summer holidays. There's just more things that we might be doing during the summer that activate the sense of play in us. But most of the time as adults, we are not very good at allowing ourselves to play. And I was thinking it's it's funny. I remember my son when he moved away from home to go to school and he got a job. And then one time, you know, he said to me, mom, this adulting thing is not fun. And it's not. I mean, we get to an age where we've played our way through our toddler years and then school. And sometimes we don't even appreciate those years enough when we could play and be irresponsible. And then we hit the, you know, 19, 20 year olds when you're going to school, you're living on your own, you've got a job and everything starts to feel like work. And work becomes the priority in our lives, making money to make a living, to get ahead, to build a business, to, you know, whatever it is that we're doing. But work is the predominant word that we think of and we don't think about play anymore. So I'm here today to talk about play and the importance of it in our lives, not just for the, you know, I guess the health benefits of of play. And you probably have heard you know, uh, I was going to say nutritionist, but any healthcare professional talks about your nutrition is important. Your, you know, getting enough water is important. Watching your diet is important. Getting enough sleep is important. All those things. But quite often they also say you need to be incorporating some play into your life to get away from the work and the stress. And, you know, that's where meditation comes in too. It's not really playing in the sense that we think of playing, but it is playing with quiet time, playing with your imagination, visualizing things, getting away from work basically. And so I have a couple of really great, great quotes that I want to use today to start off some conversation, but one of them is from Albert Einstein. And he said, play is the highest form of research. And, you know, for all of us that have heard stories over the years about Albert Einstein, I think he is somebody who tried a lot of different things, many experiments to try to figure things out. And anyway, play was the way that he did research. Like it's research, sorry, play is really about experimenting. It's um, when you're, when you're free and easy to try things out, to just see how it goes, experiment, take, take risks and not worry. Because I think when we focus on the work, work is stressful. And I posted a a quote the other day that says, work is haunted by the fear of imperfection. And I think that's so true. When we think of work, we're trying to get things right. we, We fear the imperfection of our work. But play feels hard to get it wrong. If you're just playing with something, even if It's a research job, even if it's something at work. If you looked at it as if you're just playing with the possibilities of figuring it out, you're just playing with new ideas, you're just playing with a new approach to marketing. If you're just playing with it, it's hard to get it wrong. Like play is play. 
It doesn't feel like there's a right or wrong way to play with something, even with an idea. Whereas work, there is that fear of imperfection and getting it right. And I guess we've been trained for that in school, right? You know, as kids, when you were under the age of five, you got to just play. And you did a lot of learning because you were doing, as Albert Einstein says, lots of research on how to walk, how to build blocks, how to color in the lines. You were learning things by researching and, and playing. But as soon as you hit kindergarten, then you still get to play a little bit. You don't have a desk to sit in. There are some tables, but there's play stations and you go to different things to do the sand, you know, the sand and the water table and things like that. There's still the aspect of play. Then you get into grade one and there's a little bit less play. And it depends on your teacher too. Teachers who I think know how kids operate uh, will incorporate more play into the learning of math. It's more of a, a game. And if only we could have kept some of that mentality when it comes to our present day work, like it literally, unfortunately, school takes, it sucks the play out of us and we come out the other end as little workaholics heading into the workforce. And maybe anytime you see the word work, even for the program that I'm running this summer, I'm doing something on my uh, Canva app, putting together a workbook. And as soon as I started putting it together, I thought that's the wrong name for it because what the camp is all about is a incorporating more play. So it's called a playbook instead of a workbook. So anytime you find yourself saying the word work for something, you have a work meeting, call it a play meeting and see if it gives you a different mindset. And this podcast is all about mindset. So just the simple word play might change your approach to things. So another quote was play is our brain's favorite way of learning. So our, our brain actually does learn better. It's, it's practical learning. Playing is a way that we can practice what we're learning. And if you remember back to the days when, when you did that sort of thing at school, or I guess even if it's at work or if you're at a, a workshop, which we could call a play shop, where you, you actually get your hands dirty doing something. You get into it. You don't just talk about the thing you're going to do. You actually do the thing. That practical learning is incorporating play. You're actually getting to play with the materials even if it's a different sense of play. Like I think sometimes we just feel like play is kid stuff. But even at your job, if you're playing with new ideas, you might not think it's playing, but you are. And if you go into it with that approach, practical learning, trying things out, experimenting, exploring, it's such a, a healthier way of looking at things. So you probably all heard this quote too. We don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. And that's a, a proven fact. I mean, when they do studies on, I guess, senior citizens who, who stop playing, meaning even if they stop playing in their job, stop working, they retire, they don't have a hobby, they stop playing around with things, they actually start to age. Uh, but I think we start aging the moment we hit the workforce. <laughs> you know, stress ages us. And if you don't have time to play because you're so busy working, it does increase your stress levels and stress increases your age. So play is definitely something that is good for our health and it's the way that we should live our life. Life should be lived as play, experimenting, taking risks, having fun. And I, I really encourage you to think more about that this summer and then even past the summer. Try not to make play a seasonal activity. 
you know, or maybe, maybe you play on a sports team, you're in a beach volleyball league. Great. But when it's over, does, is that when the play stops? We need to incorporate play into our lives. It's, it's a good emotion too. And that's my other point is that play, there's endorphins that are released that it's proven, you know, chemically they can show how laughter and playing, it, it raises our energy and good energy, having a good energetic vibration, it increases your magnetism. So just that the whole idea of energy out, energy in, that idea of law of attraction even, if you're putting out fun, playful, good, positive energy, more of that is going to come back into your life. Whereas if you are all work and no play, what's the saying? All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Well, all work and no play makes you a dull magnet. So if, if you're just working and stressing and there's deadlines and there's pressure, that is going to lower your energetic vibe. And when your vibe is low, you're not attracting good, happy, energetic vibe things into your life. So when you're more magnetic, you attract more things into your life. And when you attract more things into your life, we call that manifestation. You are manifesting things into your life. Whenever you bring things into your reality, that's manifestation. And so you want to bring in the high vibe things. You are more magnetic when your energy is up and play will help you get there. So the reason that this topic came to me is because of what I mentioned, I'm doing this program this summer and I wanted to do a program on manifestation and I knew the impact of energy and I thought, well, what better time to run something kind of fun? So it's a summer camp. It's called Manifestation Camp and it's a four-week program where yes, we will go through the work, the steps. We will learn the process of what's needed to manifest But none of it will do any good if we don't get in there and do some of the practical learning by playing with it. And by playing with it, you know, playing with our visualizations, playing with our affirmations and mantras, playing with our belief and trust, playing with, you know, some doubts that we may have, but raising our vibe while we play. That's the whole idea of camp is we are going to get in there, have some fun, make some new friends and learn through the practical application of the things that we're talking about. We're going to take some risks and experiment, test some boundaries, uh, try things out, because that is play. And so I also wanted it just to be a little bit um, desirable, I guess, because again, manifestation is about what do you desire? What do you want to bring into your life? And I wanted you to desire camp because I want people to see it as a fun experience. It's not just going to be work and it is four weeks and there's a group where we will have live coaching sessions each week, once a week. The group will be, I'll I'll be able to put in some activations and practical things for you to do, homework, but obviously you don't have to do them. The group will also have um, a supportive uh, place where you can go for just to support each other and that's what camp is about as well is making friends. So that is what Manifestation Camp is. I wanted to mention it a little bit here because I'm excited. And it, the link will be in my bio. It's also going to be in the show notes. It starts August the 1st. And again, it's a four-week program of uh, having fun. We're going to play our way to becoming more, more magnetic. There will be a little bit of human design layered in because human design is all about energetics. So we'll talk about some of the things that have to do with human design. 
We're going to spend some time on self-love, self-doubt, self-sabotage, and get to the root of some of our limiting beliefs. Uh, We will be doing some practical visualizations and vision boarding. So it's, it's going to be, by the end of the four weeks, you will have done some things. And you'll be well on your way to being able to manifest anything in your life. That's the thing about the program. It's not just about the four week, what goal could you hit? It's working through these steps and practically learning them, playing with them, because that's the highest form of research and learning, says Albert Einstein, you will be able to manifest anything in your life for the rest of your life. So it's not just a transaction, this four week time period we're together. It is a transformation. And I'm really excited to be your camp counselor and uh, support you through the process as well. So thanks for listening in. Again, the link will be in my bio and in the show notes. And the early bird is on for another day, I believe, once you hear this podcast, if you're listening to it live. But there's also a special offer after that. So you can still check it out because there will be a way for you to get a special deal. And yeah, I'm working on the playbook. Sorry, I'm playing on the playbook. And some other things uh, we've got scavenger hunts. Um, it's going to be like a camp camp theme, obviously. So we'll have s'mores. Um, there's a, a bingo scavenger hunt type thing. Some Anyway, I'm excited. I'm a creative uh, nerd. So I love to play. So come play with me at Manifestation Camp this summer and it can change the, the rest of your year and the rest of your life if you want it to. So thanks for listening in and share this with somebody if you think they'd be interested in learning about manifestation and playing around with it a little bit. And I'd love it if there's something in this podcast that you wanted to share on your story and tag me uh, so I can see that you are playing. Play around with it a little bit and let me know ways that you play in your life. I, I encourage you, this is your challenge, is just to become more aware of when you are all work and no play. Where can you uh, switch out the word work with the word play. I'm going to play today, not I'm going to work today. How can you make your play situation, sorry, your work situation more of a playground for you? So I'm going to cut it off there, but that's your challenge. Turn your work into play and become more magnetic. Thanks. And I will chat with you again. I'm going off to the lake, as I said, for a holiday, but there will be an episode posted next week. And until then, take care of the space between your ears.